No, that is any of your business, but... Nay, it's showtime. And leave me to my elections. Oh, the floor just cracked. I believe I might fall. I don't know why Citadel, like... Citadel paints are fucked. They're expensive. They cost more than any other acrylic paint, but why? Is it because they're Citadel? Branding, probably. Yes. Yeah. That's that's so upsetting. Also, didn't Guy said he used oil paints? He said he used oil paints, but I'd rather just stick with what I know instead of fancying out into something I don't know. So you're just going to be using acrylics? Yes. Fair enough. I mean, why not use acrylics? I don't know. Well, I'm not even using acrylics right now. I'm using a contrast paint because I have to fucking bulk paint like 20 pox walkers by next Monday. And that's not fun in any stretch. You know how fucking how annoying it is to paint like 20 models, even with like contrast paints, which is just like watered down paint. You know how annoying that is? No. I'll let you know. It's annoying. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. Good to know. It's annoying. Because And that's the worst part. I also invested in... So, like, I'm looking at people who, like, hey, here's how I contrast paint bulk pox walkers because I'm playing Death Guard. And it's just like, use Gilliman's Flesh. And it comes off really nice when they do it. And then when I do it, it looks like they're fucking burnt. <laughs> Jesus. All like, right. To them, it's like pale, and I'm using the same base, the same fucking contrast thing. You're like, you're like fucking Homer Simpson's, like, oh man, that's a neat ass model. Why does, Why does mine look like that? Look like that? <laughs> Why? So I'm like, like because it's like a very nice pale, and I'm like maybe it's watered down, and I watered down. Nah, that's not it. It ain't it, Chief. So I don't know what the fuck. Maybe it's not Gilliman's flesh that fucking they want me to paint with. I don't know. Fucking pox walkers, man. Paint with this paint, but not the paint we just told you to paint with. With the secret one. The secret, the one I won't tell you about because fucking why would I? Why would I tell you about the secret paint? Where all paints come to die. Anywho, uh... Fucking welcome back, everyone, uh, to our podcast. We went on a bit of a break. Yeah, it's an impromptu uh, hiatus over the Christmas and New Year period that extended into January. And February now. Well, no, we, we were doing recordings into the New Year. Uh, oh, yeah, a couple. They're just we not just edited. Didn't, we just uh, had a break because, you know, one- uh, me and Alex were learning a completely new hobby, which is taking up a good faction of my wallet <laughs> and my time. Yes. Because uh, I'll get into it when we get into it in our weeks. What do they have to be a week? It could be a month because mm. a month is interesting. What have you long. been doing this month? What have you been doing this month? Yeah, Alex, what are, no, it's up with Josh, because me and Alex have kind of similar mums. Josh, what have you been up to this month? Uh, well, 
other than getting COVID earlier in the month, I... Uh, oh, that's right. You got COVID. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got the Rona. Yeah, thankfully my p- family were away on holiday, so they didn't get it from me, but... Thankfully, no. Nah, I can spread the sickness. Ooh-ah-ah-ah. Um, but yeah, like, I'm... I can't remember if I finished it before the last podcast, but I finished uh, Deathloop a little while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, been doing How some... How is huh? Deathloop? How is Deathloop? I quite, I think I said in the last podcast, but I really enjoyed it because it basically actually gave me quite a bit what I wanted from it, mm-hmm. which was basically it reminded me of... Like, it gave... It scratched that, like, um, dishonored itch, but ah. it didn't just feel yeah. like another... It just didn't feel... It didn't just feel like dishonored with another coat of paint. Like it, it has felt similar but different. Yeah, I know what you mean. It has the uh, the play style of a um, who who made the game? Arcane. Yeah, it has the arcane play style, but it's its own thing. Yeah. So yeah, um, that makes sense. So so what is Deathloop about? Because I hear it's essentially just like we need to kill X amount of people. Uh, you have to do it in one loop. Yeah, so basically in Deathloop, you play as... I can't remember his name off the top of my head now because it's been a little while since I last played. But actually, John apparently Deathloop. it's been literally a month. John Deathloop. Um, yeah, you play as John Deathloop. But basically... Jesus Christ, superstar. Uh, <laughs> when you start the game, you wake up on a beach and you start getting these like flashes of like these kind of words showing up telling you... Like, or as like basically representing memories or something that you can't quite recall. And it's basically yeah. leading you to want to reset the, like, break the loop, which is basically, it's basically a Groundhog Day. You have, you're stuck in a, a, a time loop where it's just the one day over and over again, and anything you change uh, just gets reset. Mm-hmm. Uh, and throughout the game, you end up finding out that the only way to break the death, the loop is to kill. Uh, these p- important people called the visionaries and you need to kill them all in a single loop otherwise it just resets and they're alive again because yeah because if it resets you technically didn't kill them yeah so basically their lives are stabilizing the loop and if you kill every single one it'll collapse um but if even one is still alive at the end it'll reset yeah, and because... so most of the game you end up basically working towards getting upgrades for what's called slabs, which are basically your kind of like superpowers. So you have like shift that allows you to kind of do a teleport forward. You have... So uh, like, um, oh, what's the previous game? The Dishonored Abilities. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that, but you can only have two equipped at once. Okay, so... Because they're, it's they're a, actually an it's item a nerf you hold. to the Dishonored Abilities, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you basically... So you can technically go around doing a build of sorts. Yeah. So most of the time I had a shift for the movement and also... I can't remember what it's called, but I had the one that basically let me turn invisible because I like oh. stealthing. I, don't, yeah, I think it's that's, like... That's how I play those games. Like, I play those games yeah. with stealth. Uh, and yeah, so basically most of the game has you like trying to find better weapons because eventually through the tutorial, like the kind of tutorial kind of stav- stage of the game, you end up getting access to what's called infusion, which is basically you get this 
I think it's called Residuum is the resource. You get that through either killing visionaries or you can find it on random objects scattered throughout the maps. So what is Residuum? Uh, basically, it's just like a currency you spend to basically you infuse it into uh, into items to be able to keep them throughout loops. So you don't lose them oh, when you reset. it's a carryover. Yeah. Okay. So, like, you can infuse the gun, and then in the next loop, you'll still have that gun. When You'll start off with that gun when you, you start bring the, the loop. gun through on the next but if loop. But if you, like, leave it somewhere in the map, you, you lose it until you restart the loop. And, yeah, and it also... Even though it was a bit kind of a, of a laggy mess, uh, it also does have a invasion mechanic that I quite liked, where basically... Yeah. So, basically, one of the characters... Like, there's two characters. Colt is is the main character's name, the one you play as for the story. Yeah. And then you have the other character who... I can't remember her name now, but um, basically she is trying to kill Colt and stop him from breaking the loop. And basically you invade the other player's game, locking the exits to the map off, and you then have to try and hunt him down or protect the antenna and like you have to both protect the antenna that is locking the map and also try and kill him three times because he like Colt has a unique slab that he always has active that Mm -hmm. is basically uh, two extra lives so you have to so you have to die three times in order to that's fucking cheating though yeah Uh, I think it was is that like a single player buff as well yeah you have that whenever Okay, um, I was gonna say like that sounds like that sounds a bit like a cheating, like a motherfuckers, yeah, motherfucker shouldn't be doing that. Uh, and I quite like it because if you do the invasions, you basically get rewards for like more powers and more weapons and stuff to use while you're invading, and also out, uh, like cosmetic outfits. And yeah, stuff. I remember seeing the cosmetic outfit thing. I remember you were like, yeah, I was kind of interested up, in looking up your character. Um, and but. On the other side, if you're playing single player and you get invaded, if you kill the invading player, you can get, Mm -hmm. like, a slab or a cool weapon and a bunch of residuum. So it's actually, like, it's not just just an annoyance to be invaded. It can be beneficial. Yeah, well, you kind of want that. Otherwise, people wouldn't really participate, I would believe. Yeah. They just turn off their internet connection before they play the game. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they see an invasion, like they just off, pull the Ethernet. Like you, I'm Fuck pretty it. sure you can just turn it off in like the settings or the pause menu or something. You can like turn off online mode. Like I think you can have but, it even set so only friends can invade you. But I feel like that could be a bit cheap with just like friend invading you and giving you stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, look, can you just do this? I, if, that, if someone asked me to do that, nah, make them work for it. Make yeah. them work for it. If you want that extra residuum, fucking, you better fight for it. I'm not giving you a free pass. Fight I mean, back, I, can't, I can't understand. So I'll be like, hey, I bought you this game. Give yeah. me residuum. Um, Give but, me what I need. But so, yeah, like, I, I really enjoyed it. I kind of, even though it's not the most novel story, because as I said, like, Groundhog Day is kind of one of the more classic versions of it. But like, yeah, time a time loop isn't the most unique story but i Mm. quite liked it what they did with it though that's good to hear 
And that's yeah. kind of what you want to hear. You want to hear that you enjoyed your time with it. Yeah, I've been considering going back and trying to get more achievements and stuff. Maybe see some of the other endings, because I think I did... There is, like, a, cu a couple different endings. I don't think it changes too much, but... Yeah. It's it's enough... Or if it doesn't change too much, then do you just, like, fucking YouTube it at that point? I guess I could, yeah. But since I know how... No, like... It even... Like, once you find out how to, it even guides you through, like, what... like Because uh, one of the other things about the game is, basically, there are four locations you can visit and you can visit locations four times in a single loop. Because there's, like, mm. the time periods throughout the day are morning, noon, afternoon, and evening. And and I can't remember the names of each of the locations, but there's four of them. And basically, you can, like, search for items, try and, like, find information for, like, how to get multiple of the visionaries together at once. Because, yeah, it sounds like what you need to do is that you need yeah. to get all the visionaries on one single loop and have to sort of plan around getting them basically creating a path to kill yeah. them all but because some of the wow. setups you have to do in the loop loop is it's just kind of like yeah you still you like you have to do it each time hmm. um but yeah i quite liked it and like it's it's a case of I played it rather stealthily, but you don't have to. You can, like the, I think there's even a slab that would be just straight balls to the wall, just rush through it, kill everyone, maim and slaughter. First and foremost, it is an arcane game. Yeah, which they like, do. I think I remember a lot of they do their stealth pretty well. Yeah, from what I remember, when it first came out, I was kind of disappointed because I'd heard people saying that you can't stealth in it or you, it's not rewarding to stealth in it. Mm. And from playing it myself, I feel like that's absolutely wrong. Like it feels oh. just as rewarding to me to stealth that as it like didn't dishonest. It sounds like a man on the internet says something stupid. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like, I feel like I heard it multiple times, so I was kind of disappointed. But I'm glad I eventually got it because I did get it. Kind yeah, of you, late. Were, you were on the fence about getting it. I'm like, I think you enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm not sure I'd say I'm disappointed I waited, but I'm glad I did eventually get it. Because I did hear a lot of good things about it, first and foremost. It was like, yeah, like people are saying this game's pretty good. It's like, I, even I was thinking about getting it, but uh, didn't have the money to invest up in the game at the moment or at that time. Mm. Still and don't. now you're investing in the worst. <laughs> in the worst game. The worst game to invest in. Um, yeah, fucking. Yeah, other than that, more recently, just been playing more of some of the old ones, like League with the mates from work, trying to find a build for Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous that I can actually feel comfortable with trying to get through the entire game as. <laughs> been doing yeah. Divinity with Jordan and another other mates. I need to get. I, I was thinking about reinstalling friend Divinity of, 1. Friend of the channel, Jordan. Friend of the channel, Jordan. Friend. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was thinking about uh, getting... No, oh, reinstalling Divinity, the first one. I don't think I've actually played the first one. I think, like... I can't remember exactly who, but I think it might have been, like, Jaden and Jordan, at the least, got me... Like, 
convince me to get the second one to do a campaign together and we never well, finished it's like, it well it's like i bought the vinnie original sin 2 and i got the vinnie original sin 1 uh like the first one remastered right uh so I'm like yeah i think i might go through this game because i i am interested in that sort of aspect of uh things and now that i know dice roll games a little better i think i'm more confident to start it right. but uh oh just haven't gotten around to doing it like a couple of days ago i was considering trying out pillars of eternity 2 deadfire but like they i because i was just looking through like my steam stuff looking like what have i tried playing recently that i could talk about as well and, mm-hmm. like, I saw that one. I'm like, oh, right, I was going to try that. But, like, they were doing kind of, like, a prologue, and it's like, it feels like I'd need to have played the first one to get this one, so I'm going to stop. Yeah, I kind of hate that. Like, that that upfront investment you need to... Uh, like, I was kind of excited for that because it has, sequel. like, voice pa- free voice packs of the, like, critical role cast that you can choose for your character. So I'm like, maybe I'll give it a go. Give it a, f- a good hard whirl. But uh, yeah, I see what you mean. But yeah, I was thinking about either uh, doing the Pathfinder Kingmaker because I, person I listened to in a podcast is like, it's great. I hate it. <laughs> so uh, the kingdom like, yeah. management can get a little bit tedious, but like, I actually quite like the story of it and stuff. Hmm. Like it, like like both of the Pathfinder games have been kind of a case of it took me like a bunch of different resets to um, to eventually find something I was actually happy with playing, trying to play through it as. Although, that's the scary part about those games. It's like, oh man, I need to. Although Wrath of the Righteous, I feel like might have a bit more replayability with it because of the fact that it also has the mythic paths, which I think affect the story a bit more or give you access mm-hmm. to other quests. Because, like, you can go full evil and go, like, demon, like become a demon or you can become an angel or you can go lawful and go an Aeon, which is, like, kind of, like, judge a universal judge kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, you build a path into that sort of alignment. But that's what you want. You want your alignment to pay off. Yeah. Like, you just don't want to be like, oh, you know, I went for chaotic good and because I was chaotic good, nothing really happened or that sort of stuff. Chaotic good is I've one of my favorite alignments long time. in, like, D&D and stuff. Where alignments just sort of affect, like, alignments sort of affect uh, conversation paths rather than any sort of gameplay yeah. and shit like that. Like, I haven't gotten too far in Wrath of the Righteous, so I don't know about some of the more endgame stuff, but I know, like, there's an NPC that's, like, I'm, I'm, we're here to help out the city and st- that you've just reclaimed for us or whatever and he's and it's like he'll and I think he either works with you if you've chosen chosen like a good mythic path or mm. in the one time I've reached that point where I chose the lich mythic path he's just like no fuck you I ain't touching that shit what the fuck are you, <laughs> you might, no, that's what I understand that yeah that's that's good that's what you want you want like benefits and negatives for what you're doing but as i said i hate it when it's just sort of limited to conversation paths yeah I, th- I think i remember hearing that some of the mythic paths if you choose them like some or in one in particular all of your companions leave you from what i heard 
yeah, some of your companions leave and it makes doing their quest at the end incredibly difficult. Mm. Like in Wrath of the Righteous, I think there's there's a mythic path called the Swarm That Walks where you basically become like a living swarm of insects that grows over over time and stuff through killing enemies. Oh, yeah. And if you Fucking choose that one, Nurgle all of your companions just outright leave you. Yeah, I can imagine. They just I don't want anything to do that. with you. And it is like the most evil of evil paths. Yeah, as I said, I can imagine that. Oh. But one thing I've heard but, about though is you can get you can basically get clones of yourself to replace your companions, so you can have more than one character still. That's what I was gonna say. Like, if you lose your companions, don't you lose like your buffs and all that sort of shit? You can. Like, it, it kind of depends on what you your your character yourself built. But hey, uh, maybe sometime you- we could do a GSSB of you doing Kingmaker, and we can like help you get started or something for it. That would be. I don't think that's GSSB sort of situation. Like yeah, it could that, be like an entry. It can be long. an entry. Like you could do like a here's an entry into this game. But GSSB, I don't think you'll get the full oh. effect out of a one hour uh, true. sort of situation. Oh yeah, well maybe those entry, games are long. entry thing or something. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, hey, I want to check this out because I do want to check it out. I just need to get around to checking it out. I definitely um, don't actually have Pathfinder open still in the background like Wrath of the Righteous. <laughs> fucking dodgy bastard. I was playing it before you- we started. But I was waiting for you guys. Checking your moon rune bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Korean moon rune. <laughs> Jesus. Right, let's, wait, let's, let's, yeah, let's move off on that. to somebody else. <laughs> I, I've taken enough off time. That. Korean barbecue is a fucking scam. It is. Korean barbecue? Korean, Korean barbecue, barbecue is a fucking scam. You go out. Oh, because you have to you cook pay, it yourself? Yeah, you have to you cook go it yourself. To buy, to buy food that you have to cook yourself on some, like, it's, it's not even cook. It's it's more expensive food that you have to cook yourself. And if you don't eat it, you get charged. Yeah, you got to pay for what you don't eat. It, it oh. would honestly be cheaper to stay at home. What people do to, like, to, to cope because it okay, is fucking it's 100% copium is it's the experience the experience it's the experience fucking that's copium that's you fucking copium anyone who says you gotta do it for the experience that's copium I did I did do it for the experience I can tell you right now it's not worth it <laughs> exactly I'm sitting there going like, I need to eat this food and I've already eaten everything. I need to vomit because they're like, hey, every hundred grams over you didn't eat. That's like an extra $12. I went fucking what? The, the most expensive hundred grams of meat. It's it honest, is. Honest to God, a fucking scam. It is a it scam. Is. I, I feel 100% Korean barbecue was a scam. Yeah. But that being said, like mm. a lot of people do enjoy it for some reason. Some reason, copium. It has to be. It's, it's like it's I need to try this for the voice. experience. Yeah, for the experience. Gotta do it for the experience. Fuck yeah, it's fuck. That's rough. Yes, yeah, so we're on yeah. to the topic of Korean. Um, 
Korean barbecues because uh, Kenny and I have been watching a Korean zombie drama. Is, is it a K drama? K drama. Yeah, it's K drama. Like between turns in Warhammer. <laughs> no, nah, no, no. The episode. So it's, it's a show called. We can't do it in between turns. Oh, so good point. It's a show called All of Us Are Dead. All right. It's on Netflix. Each episode is like an hour long. Ah. There's yep. 12. We, we, did 12 did this, we did this in three days. Yeah. I had to know. I had to find out because certain things are like, oh, no. Like last night, we finished it last night and we didn't even plan to finish it last night because I'm like, oh, man, I need to go to bed. Like it's so like we were, we, two o'clock. Yeah, we decided to go to bed about episode 10. And we're like, oh, but we've got to see what happens next. We've, we've got, got to see what, what happens, happens next. next. We've got to see if there's a Dragon Ball Z fight. <laughs> because there could have actually <laughs> been a Dragon Ball Z fight. And uh, that's not being the, hyperbolic. No, I was actually rooting, I was actually rooting for a Dragon Ball Z fight. <laughs> I was legit not sitting a, there going, oh man, it's gonna be a David Cage fight. fucking indigo prophecy fight. Because that shit's stupid. No, I just wanted a Dragon Ball Z fight. Oh, the the OG Dragon Ball, yeah, OG Dragon but, Ball uh, fight. A Dragon Ball Z fight is the Indigo Prophecy David Cage fight. Yeah, Wait, what the? F- but <laughs> ultimately, show's good. Really yeah. enjoyed it. Very good. I, um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. it. I was not expecting to enjoy uh to enjoy a man talking about chicken. Now, <laughs> I'm oh, singing thought, about trans what? fats. Yeah. Uh, now this is not without its flaws. There is definitely a few flaws in there. Like uh, character motivations, which sometimes don't make get a bit sense. weak. Yeah, some some characters have pretty weak motivations. So I'm not going to spoil anything yet. We'll leave the spoilers to the end of this conversation because it's a because there's a lot I, I want to discuss. Yeah, it's very had a never never I not never because it's been it's been quite a while since I since I genuinely wanted to punch someone through a computer screen. Yep. 100% there is definitely a character in there where I was like hands on my head going I need this person to die this person has I'm, to die I'm please sitting there, I'm sitting there with my fists balled going mm, fucking die please uh, but oh so the positives I say in the show is one uh, characters are good I really like the characters in the show yeah uh well, the main characters. There were side characters that came in later, which I'm like, okay. And then they just did some weird shit that didn't make any sense. And then they would just be like, okay, cool. Like, the, the how do I put it? Characters are great. Unfortunately, they were following a script which seemed fairly predictable. Yeah. Uh, and I was with Alex. I'm like, I'm calling this. This is what this is. And it happens. The only thing I didn't call was uh, there was a situation where a guy needed to get somewhere. And I'm just like, oh, this guy is going to use this girl to get access to that area. And no, he doesn't. And I'm like, no. that would have been the smart thing. But no, the guy's a fucking retard. Yeah, they play into it as well. That man is that man is a fucking dumbass, and every decision he makes is that of a dumbass. I also don't understand why they they uh, censored the word gopher in the trailer. I, 
I, I think it might have to do with something in Korean. I think we're getting a little lost in translation at that point. But like the Netflix trailer censored the term gopher. Uh, because the main character is just like, you're my gopher now. You carry my bag. Here you go. And I'm like, okay, why would they censor that? I don't understand, but it is what it is. It is what it is. So, uh, like on the non-spoilery part of it, uh, show's good. Uh, some characters really good. Um, uh, the characters that they try to make likable were definitely likable. Uh, the characters they try to make unlikable were very unlikable. Very unlikable. They're like, we want you to hate this person. And I'm like, yep, no worries. Don't have to tell me twice. And then they tried to justify her actions. Like, we'll go into a spoiler uh, later. Well, they, but- they didn't really try to justify her actions. They tried no, to they garner. did. No, did they, they tried I to like just more like they trying to said she sympathy. had to do what she did to live. And which I will say how bullshit that is into our spoiler aspect of it. Because <sighs> holy shit, it did she that is not there to live. She's not doing that because she needs to live. She did that because she's a absolute cunt and deserves every negative thing that comes her way. Uh, overall, I would say the show is a seven and a half out of ten. Uh, I said I really enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I do recommend you go watch. If you have problem with subtitles, then learn to read. Sucks to be you. Yeah, fucking <laughs> learn to read. You're a grown ass man. Read the fucking cards. And then looking at like all the uh, talk around the show, it's apparently turning up to be the next Squid Game in terms of popularity. Which is good. Like, Which is good. I think it's deserved. The Koreans do zombies very, very well, especially yes. the actors portraying the zombies, because that is the the contortionist grotesqueries that they're able to like meld their bodies into. Is just, yeah, holy like, shit! So these it's something these else. are actual trained to Busan zombies, and they even mention it in the in the show where they're like, "Ah, oh, it's trained to Busan." Yeah, it's like Trades Bizarre. They even mentioned a uh, good old American zombie comedy, Zombie Land, like yeah, a couple Zombieland. of times. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's Zombie Land. Yeah, it's like Zombie Land out there. So yeah, uh, it's the first zombie movie where they actually call the fucking zombies zombies. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, like no, this is zombies. These are zombies. Hundred percent. No one's like, oh, they're undead or they're walkers. Like no, these are. Uh, these what do they call them in zombies? fucking Dying Light? Biters or some shit? Yes, that's yeah, I. I- been, I tried out a little bit of Dying Light 2 and that is legit what, what they called some of them. Biters and nibbles. Like, I think those are what they call, call like the very basic ones. They might have yeah, different names for different types. Though. They're yeah, 100% they're zombies. zombies. Yeah, but then you got special infected. So you got yeah, uh, yeah. you got your biter, then you got your cruncher, then you got your nibbler, <laughs> then you got your uh, nasher, then you got your uh, late night snacker. Yeah. Yeah. 12 p.m. fridge magnet. Yep, that's the uh, yeah that that one's a nasty one. Oh no, not the 12 p.m. fridge magnet. Yep. <laughs> it was 12 a.m. I meant my bad. 12 oh, a.m. 12 fridge, magnet. fridge magnet. Got to be right on this one. But yeah, uh, show's great. Uh, so I'm going to be we're going to be spoiling it for the next I'd say ten or so minutes. So if you don't want to be spoiled on a show, you shouldn't be spoiled out. on this show. Go go check out the show. Go, go watch it. Yeah, yeah. 
pause the podcast, go fucking watch it on Netflix. Go watch 12 hours of show, then come back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe by the time you'll, uh, Unfortunately, you'll finish I can't watching do that. it. <laughs> maybe by the time you finish watching the show, we'll put out another episode. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe. We will. We do it often. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Except for the break. We had a break. But uh, all right. So all right, here so we go. Three, two, one. Spoilers. So uh, I really like what the show does with the zombies in terms of the infection. So the infection is started off by a scientist who's like, I made this virus. I haven't let me double check. Josh, do you care about spoilers? No, I honestly don't. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the scientist's like, I made this virus. Uh, this virus is basically, so I this- made it. I made it for my son. Ultimately, yeah. The fucking Korean because bullies I, are something I, else, man. Yeah, Korean bullies are fucked. I don't understand. Like, like, I'm fucking like, I thought I was looking at that, and I'm like, man, this is so unrealistic. There's no way someone would, you know, upgrade a misdemeanor to a fucking class action felony. Yeah. Like, no, apparently like, that's what Korean like bullies attempted do. murder sort of yeah. bullshit. And then, uh, and then, like, oh, we're just playing. And then everyone's just like, oh, they're just playing. And then so the, teacher, the, teacher's, playing. the teacher. So the one of the chicks that was getting bullied, right? The teacher's yeah. just like, oh, they must be bullying you for a reason. Yeah, stop being weird. Oh, that yeah. sounds that sounds like a accurate representation of the school system. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it must be bullying you everywhere. for a reason. So just shut yeah, up that's, and that's why I like take fucking- it. If you're getting bullied at school, just don't worry about the teachers. Just throw, throw a fucking punch. Yeah, just throw, just throw hands. Throw a hand. You don't have to win. You just have to hurt. Just, just yeah. got to make them hurt. You just got to. You, uh, you need to, you need to make a statement, and that statement yeah. is, "I'm here to throw hands." Yeah, you just got to let them know that you're not an easy target, and they'll go on and find someone else. Bullies yeah, aren't there it? to work for their food. I can attest to this. This did work. Like in my first high, first year of high school. I guess I just didn't year, do it hard first- enough. The first two weeks of high school, mm-hmm. uh, someone tried bullying me, so I beat the fucking shit out of him, and then they respected me. <laughs> Dude, I made like, I made a friend through high school by legit kicking his ass the first day, and then we were, then we were friends until graduation. Are you sure you're not the fucking bully? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he he snuck up behind me and tried to put me in a sleeper hold, so I just beat the shit out of him. Sleep of this motherfucker. Yeah. But yeah, so like Korean bullies are fucked. Like yeah, no, they're these, fucked. these Korean bullies are like, hey, get into this washing machine and we're gonna turn it on. I remember there was As- a fucking there was a Sonic Says episode that was just, hey kids, don't climb in the fucking washing machine. And then like the other version of bullying is we're gonna take your your not your girlfriend, but your friend who's a girl, and we're gonna take off her clothes take pictures of her and then send it to her parents no no we're going to video wasn't it didn't they like video yeah Yeah, Yeah, they video her her. and unless you give me money i will upload this to the internet yep but we're just playing yeah but we're just playing though yeah we're just playing and that's and that's korean bullies for you same thing with sweet home like there's this one korean bully like he gets knocked down and the guy's just like here um I'll give you a hand up. And the Korean bully's like, are you looking down on me? And then literally kicked the shit out of him every day until he tried to commit suicide. Jesus like, fuck. Yeah. Korean bullies are, are on a different level. 
Um, but yeah. So what they did different with the zombie apocalypse is that as much as like so the scientist guy uh, made it made a virus to essentially make his son like more aggressive to fight back against bullies because he knew the the school system is not helping him. So it's like I'm gonna give you this and some something along that lines is what's happening. Um, that's what I gathered. And then he also hated humanity. So it was just like, fuck it. I'm going to just test this virus on my son and my wife. No, he tested the virus on his son and then his wife got bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So essentially he tests on a rat. Some girl walks into his office, gets bitten by the 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 mouse the in there. Yeah, it's like a mouse. Like, the thing is like going ham at the fucking walls of the cage, like scratching the shit out of like the perspex glass. And dumb bitch goes, "Let me just put my finger in there with it." Yep, that's just that's just Darwinism at that point. Yes, but then Darwinism fucks everyone over. Yeah. And what they did with the zombie virus was, you have trained to persan zombies, so they're very contortionist. They're very fast. They're very aggressive. But then you have people who bond with the virus. So you have This is where the Dragon Ball Z fights come from. Kind of. The fights never got there, but they were close. Mm. Um, So people who come infected, to which I kept saying they have a focus. Uh, So in Final Fantasy XIII, there's a uh, pulselessy or Falsy, I can't remember which one, uh, basically gives you a focus to which you need to complete, otherwise you turn to a monster. And um, I have the feeling people, because they kept talking about your cells are struggling to survive, the strongest cells will survive and then take over. Um, the people who got infected, who became special infected, I'm going to say, people who bonded with the virus, had an overwhelming desire for something. To which, so one of the bullies essentially wanted to, had an overwhelming desire to kill the main character for getting him infected, for basically gashing his eye. Uh, And then there's a girl character, the class president, who had an overwhelming desire to save one of the people because she really liked him. And then you have, see, you have these people who have bonded with it, who become essentially... Super hearing uh, and super smelling and fairly strong. Not like punching through walls strong, just they can throw people, like they can pick up a person and throw them strong. Um, so then you have your fights with them and then they're basically fighting off zombies, et cetera, et cetera. So that was the interesting concept was like people can bond with the virus and become super strong. And then you have, like, these big issues where, like, one guy, the bully, bonded with the virus and he kept coming after the group. And no matter what they did, they threw him off ledges, the base kicked the shit out of him, yada, yada. Like, he would just regen. Like, he would have all his bones broken by being thrown off a building and then he would just sleep it off and then he'll come back and all his bones are back to normal again. So uh, that was an interesting take on what the virus does. And it essentially there's a threshold where uh, 
if you start using your new virus powers, there may be a potential to go too far and then you just become a zombie. Like I got the feeling there's a threshold and if, when you pass it, there's no coming back. Um, so that was also an interesting concept. Uh, and then we have characters. So, oh, so most of the main cast, which of like when talking about the students, are great. Like the relationship between the two main protagonists, I think is fantastic. Uh, it was very sweet, very humble. Uh, until the point where the guy's like, I like you. And she's just like, ah, we can't be friends anymore, can we? And he's like, oh, shit. Um, and then there was uh, a girl. There was one girl in the group who, fuck me, like, she essentially was a prissy girl. Uh, she is a actor in Squid Game, so she came over here. Very prissy girl, and she basically calls one of the school to, school students a wealthy, which is a student who lives on the welfare. And it's basically like, you're a wealthy, you're scum, yada, 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 you need to die sort of things. So after an altercation with a zombie in their, in their room, he gets scratched, not by the zombie, he just gets scratched from picking up the computer and banging it against a zombie. So he gets scratched by the computer. And the this ch- prissy chick's like, he's infected. 100%. That scratch is from a zombie. We all know he's infected. And the guy's like, I'm not fucking infected. Fuck off. And it's like, all right, we're going to quarantine for half hour. If he hasn't turned by then, then he's all good. So he goes into this room to quarantine for half hour and everyone's just like, he's not turning. He's showing no signs of infection. He ha- wasn't scratched by a zombie. He's fine. To which they go, all right, fucking prissy bitch, you need to go in there and apologize. And she's like, like the fine. fuck I do. And she's like, fine, I'll go in there and apologize. So she has, she goes in with a handkerchief of zombie blood and starts rubbing the zombie blood into his cut. Like... She's like, you're fucking wealthy. No one cares for you. You're going to be a problem. I hate you. You need to fucking die. And he's like, what the fuck you on about? Yeah, yeah. So she's infected him with zombie blood. All right. So then it's been an hour. It's been more than an hour. It's been a couple of hours. And then he starts to turn and she's like, you should be thanking me. I called it. Yada, yada, yada. And then the, the class president's like, no. You did this to him. I saw everything. And she's like, oh, no, they caught me. And then she starts going, no one no one was ever my friend. I was alone, yada, yada, yada. And then she leaves the classroom. And I'm like, good fucking good riddance. Bitch deserves to die. She deserves to get it worse. Like, as soon as I saw her rubbing the zombie blood into the kid's scratch, I was furious i was sitting there going oh you bitch you motherfucker and i was like oh my god and then like she gets caught out and she leaves and then the teacher's just like oh we should be cherishing life not throwing it away and then she goes after the school girl the the prissy bitch and the school teacher dies because of it yep and the school teacher and this is where it becomes this is where i had also another issue because the school teacher gets bit and as soon as she's bit, 
the other zombies now recognize her as another zombie, even though she hasn't turned. Like, as soon as she gets bit, they're like, okay, you're bit, that's it, no more. And basically letting her do, like, this speech of, like, it's not your fault, you were just trying to survive, yada, 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 you know... I, I want you to live and, you know, I want you to go out there and I want you to apologize to him when you can because you were just doing what you can to survive, yada, yada. And then the school teacher dies. So this bitch has gotten two people killed. And and this is what kind of annoys me about that scene is because, like, the zombies bit her. And then for her to do a monologue, the zombies have to ignore her. So they're like, oh, we bit you, you're affected. Okay. That never happens for the rest of the season. Every other zombie, once once you get bit, the zombies are still on you until you turn. But because this school teacher needed to do a monologue, the zombies left her alone. <laughs> and that's like, okay, that's kind of stupid. And for the rest of the season, they try to get you to sympathize with this chick, this prissy bitch. And I'm just like, she purposely killed another student just to be right not not she's she there was no aspect of her trying to survive about this she's like he's infected because he got scratched and it turns out no he wasn't infected because he wasn't scratched by a zombie and she goes i need to be right about this so i'm going to infect his scratch with zombie blood so i'm right and then the the showrunner the actress and the actual show itself try to justify that as she's trying to survive. I'm sitting there going, fuck off. Like, no, she murdered a, a fucking fellow student essentially in cold blood because it's dead. Yeah. And you want us to sympathize with her because she feels bad? Does not change the fact that what you did was wrong, not only on a level of just killing someone, but you killed someone so you could be right. You are an active detriment to this entire group from the get-go. And the show's just like, nah, but she's kind of good though. She's going to go upstairs and bring them food because she feels bad. I don't give a fuck. She was sitting in that room for like an entire day just eating all the food herself. Yeah, because she locked herself in a room with all the food. And then like the rest of the students- literally hide in the next room, the room next to her, mm-hmm. and she still doesn't let them in. She keeps them out of this room because I don't know. Like, because if they found her, they'd, fucking, they'd probably kick her ass. Yeah, but I feel like they would have forgiven her. They'd be like, what's done is done. As much as I'm pissed off of you, we need to work together because that's how they act in the for the rest of the series. Um, so that so like one they they purposely got me to hate a character, and then tried to get me to like that character again. And I'm sitting here going like, how can I like this character? She's killed two people in cold blood, or one in cold blood, and the other one died because of her. How can I be like she's a good she has a good character and like a, a a good moral compass? No, she doesn't. She's a fucking she deserves to die, and she gets had pretty badly, but not as bad as I wished it would be. Um, and there's another character which is the general, 
the generals are like, oh, man, we need to save lives at all costs, yada, yada, yada. That's my, that's my goal. I'm a nice guy. And then they go to evacuate students. And midway they find- through the evacuation, he's like, actually, no. So fuck midway em. through the evacuation, they find out that you can be asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. You can be contagious without being being a zombie. So instead of being like, like they're midway evacuating these kids, midway from the evacuation, he's like, nope, drop them off and then shoot them. Oh. And it's like, I was like, it's like, yeah, yeah, shoot the kids. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? Why are we shooting the kids? And it's like, yeah, you, like he's the general is yelling at his squad to shoot the kids, even though they're just kids, they're not zombies. And he's like, no, you need to shoot them. And he's yelling at the soldiers, you shoot the kids. And the soldier has a better moral compass because all he does is fire warning shots. Yeah, he he mag he dumps the entire magazine into the air. Yeah, and he's just like, "No, please go away." Like, I'm sorry, and you can tell by the dude. Like, the dude is like takes off his helmet, throws it across the helicopter. Like, he's fucking pissed and upset. He couldn't save these kids, and the general's just like, "No, shoot the kids." Just kill them. Yeah, he's screaming at him in his headset like, that is an order, soldier. You will shoot those kids. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going like, what the fuck? And then and at the end, they're like, oh, man, I'm taking full responsibility for the lives I've killed. You know, I'm, uh, I'm so sorry, yada, yada, yada. This was all my decisions. And then he kills himself in a sort of like dishonorable, like I've dishonored, like I've, I, I need to protect. And that, and before he kills himself, he calls his wife and he's like, aha, uh-huh, wife, I love you, wife. I love you, child. Yeah, yeah. Trying to sell the fact of his, like, suicide. And it's like, no. Like, this would be a much different scene if he didn't tell the people before to kill kids. Yeah. This would be a much different scene where I'm like, oh, no, I feel bad for him because he actually does cherish life he does like does not want to kill innocent people but literally three episodes ago he's like no kill kids kill them that's an order even though these kids are not a threat they're not zombies and they're not resisting he's like just kill them and he's like oh no one of the kids in the chopper as well like she was grabbing onto the floor of the helicopter and it's like like, like, lower down lower down 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 she go Yep. So, and I said, so the character decisions and some of this are great. And then they ruin it by doing something dumb. That means dumb, dumb shit. And the show's just like, no, you need to care about these people. I'm like, you just convinced me otherwise. Why are you now trying to, yeah. But all in all, the show's really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, there was some good tension, but there's a lot of predictable stuff. And to which like I was like, oh, this is probably gonna happen, and then it happens and stuff like that. But there's with a zombie apocalypse, there's only so much you can do. And since there's so much zombie media, it's pretty much all been done before. Yeah. They really have to try shit to stand out. Like, as much as this sucks to say, uh Resident Evil did the zombie bonding 
thing before this did. Mm. But they did it in such a shit way. Where this one is just like, no, it's tempered. Like, yeah, these people have super hearing, super smelling, and they're fairly strong. They're not like breaking through walls strong. It's not like I can just pick you up and throw you across the room sort of Yeah, deal. it's it's not fucking William Birkin sort it's of. It's not uh, William Birkin yeah. or Alice from the Resident Evil films. It's just like, no, I've just got a bit of, bit of extra strength. That's yeah, it's it. not it's not Mr. X or Nemesis. Yeah. So, all in all, good show. Mm, good show. Uh, the, the trailers, like, I don't know, the trailers are interesting because it shows, like, the premise and there's so much more interesting stuff in the series that the trailer doesn't show and I got the feeling that's, like, you can't kind of really show that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. You can't front load it. But no, yeah. go watch it. It's great. Yeah. Good show. Go check it out. I mean, if you're watching the spoilers, you've probably already checked it out, but uh, spoilers <laughs> over. And if you're just tuning in, go uh, go check it out. Go check it out. Go check it out. Is, uh, was it is that? a good good use of your time. What, what is, what's the show called again? Fucking everybody. All of us are dead. All of us are dead. Yeah. All of us are dead. Oh, the, the transition at the beginning of the show is really good. Oh, yeah. So they have like a transition. transition where- It starts off as like- uh, the title of the show. Yeah, so the title, title of the title show, of show in Korean. Then, yeah, in Korean, and then it transforms. Then like it transitions into cells. Into, into cells multiplying, and then as it zooms in, the cells multiplying turn into zombies clawing at the screen. So yeah, it's a really fucking cool it's transition. Really cool transition. Yeah. So yeah, uh, go check it out. Um, mm. And then the other thing we've been doing is forty k. Forty k. We got into forty k. Yes. Um, and this started really weirdly, I would assume, because, well, not assume, but I would say, because Alex is just like, we usually do board games for New Year's Eve. Mm. And Alex is like, hey, they've got Warhammer board game shit. Do you want to download that and give it a shot? I'm like, yeah, sure. I download it. And then we didn't do it on New Year's Eve because no one was around. But, and I'm glad we didn't do it on New Year's Eve because there is a fuck ton of rules to the game. But essentially, it got to the point where I'm really interested in the tabletop. So, Alex, how will, how much are you willing to learn this game? He's like, oh, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I'm like, all right, cool, because I have to learn a lot and I can teach you what I know. <laughs> and it's there is we've been spending like the last month learning how to play this game and there's still rules that we're finding out. Yeah, like S- still interactions that we're unsure of, and still fucking because there's a lot of plans. There's and a lot of interactions yeah. that Warhammer, the tabletop Warhammer, has. Uh, but ultimately, the rules seem intimidating. But they're not, they're not that intimidating. But they're not actually that intimidating. It's what what once. is intimidating is the price tag. Yes. The the enterprise of entry. So we've been using a tabletop simulator mm-hmm. to uh, so, to supplement our acts, so we can actually play games with the models we want, with the teams we, with the armies we want. And because you live in South Australia, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because Kenny lives in South Australia, I live in fucking Victoria. Uh, we can't physically play, so we have to use tabletop simulator to be able to play this game with each other. Yes. Also, uh, I pay like 190 bucks for a combat patrol of Death Guard. 
Yeah, I paid. I paid about one hundred and ninety bucks for a combat patrol of uh, Blood Angels. So how? So combat patrol is a five hundred point army. For those who don't know Warhammer, uh, there are essentially free free game well, modes. The, well, games are cordoned off into point costs, which being five hundred, one thousand, and two thousand, and yeah. those and every unit in the game is assigned a point value, and you're allowed a maximum of those units to the point cost that you're playing. So if you're playing 500 points, you're only allowed an army with a total uh, value of 500, of 500, of, of 500 and so on. So it, yeah. it's, yeah, it, it's pretty easy. What gets into the difficult part is that not every model is the same in its point cost for every faction. So let's say like the Death Guard, their pox walkers cost differently to the Ultramarines, uh, intercessor marines or just general assault marines and obviously you know tanks and dreadnoughts and vehicles and monsters all cost more so you got to try and balance your army around a, a strategy a plan and the most versatility to complete uh the mission at hand yeah more or less so uh essentially yeah you have units at a point value you need to fill that point value up to a certain amount and then you have to play missions, et cetera, et cetera, which require terrain, yada, yada, yada. Uh, essentially, if you don't have terrain, you're not really going to be playing. So, like, you have to have terrain as well. That's like yeah, but my local shop. My local shop has, like, terrain anyway that, that we all use. I've So, it's been, like, I've been playing for, like, a month and I've already entered into competitions. <laughs> Jesus. I need to get a fucking license so I can actually go to my local Warhammer place and. Well, I, I recommended you come hey, play you with me in the begin the dice check beginners tournament. Yeah, but I didn't spend like, two days putting together a fucking army. I'm, I'm very, I'm very. Um, what do you mean? I, it's a one k entry. Yeah. So like, uh, dice check, which is a uh, Warhammer, or it's a tabletop YouTuber. Uh, had a competition starting which is a beginner's competition i'm pretty sure you could still sign up if you wanted to because it doesn't start it doesn't start till the 14th yeah but you got to have a list quick and you got to sign in quick Mm. uh and it's essentially for like new players who are getting into the hobby uh using tabletop simulator to do it so uh, don't, you don't need physical shit you don't need anything just need tabletop simulator to play it uh, so I signed up to that and I've also signed up to a crusade in my local tabletop group. So there is that as well. So that's two I've signed up with. So I've got a game. My first physical game is on Monday. Uh, and that's against a thousand suns. That's a 500 point army. So I have, I still have a lot of pox walkers and painting to do, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I've entered two competitions. Uh, it was actually Alex just come come join for the new one, and Alex is like, "I'm I'm learning." I'm like, "Yes, yeah, so am I." Guess what? The best form of learning is interaction. Mm. So yeah, um, but fuck me, the paints are so expensive. Oh yeah, I have spent easily almost two hundred dollars on paints alone. Yep, easily. That's why a good friend of the channel, Briar, has offered that once all of my models are built, uh, he's going to give me some painting lessons and I get to use his uh, his paints. 
Lucky so, you. Yeah, lucky me. I mean, Bri is pretty much the same distance from both of us, so. No, he's not. <laughs> One's a plane ticket, the other's a drive. And you well, have both technically, Alex. Technically, it's a drive. Yeah, it's like a it's like a fucking hour. like twenty yeah eleven hour drive. Yeah, whereas yeah. mine's just a one hour drive. That's like twenty two hours of driving just to get just to use someone else's paints. I would spend more on fuel. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, but I'm enjoying. It. I really like it. I, I'm a big fan of the Warhammer series and been into it. Just. I didn't want to get into the tabletop Warhammer on a whim because the yeah. bar to entry is expensive. Well, yeah, I've been looking at it for a while and I've been looking at like, I, I need to know what army I want to play before I start building because once you start building, that's pretty much almost like, unless you're like, uh, I've got like a spare thousand bucks lying around. I'll just build a new fucking army. So I'm in that boat where I'm like, I want to build at least a thousand point army with the Death Guard mm. uh, before I get started on Necrons because there's three armies that I've been invested into uh, Death Guard, Necrons, and Tyranids. Yep. Uh, Death Guard mainly. I really like the whole Death Guard stuff about it, the resilience of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Necrons have their own resilience, but I'm, I've been a fan of Necrons ever since. Uh, Dark Crusade, but the thing is, uh, with like uh, Necrons are one fairly expensive, but also everyone is starting with Necrons. Everyone starts with that. Like, I walked into the Warhammer shop and they're like, Oh, what army are you starting with? I'm thinking, like, I'm a Death Guard or Necrons, and everyone's like, Yeah, Necrons! Woo! I'm like, Oh no, okay. Okay, I guess I'm going to start with fucking Death Guard then. <laughs> because I don't want, like, constant mirror matches and bullshit like that. Yep. So, yeah. and I'm like, um, yeah. I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, man. Like, the Tau have a paint scheme, which I really like. But I just hate Tau players. It's fucking Tau. Tau, Wait, I, I like, hate. I like the mechs of Tau. That's... <laughs> pretty much about it hate tower players not racist <laughs> just don't like them love 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 me love me love emperor hate tower emperor. players not racist, not racist just don't just like them fuck I fucking hate tower because like oh they're all like super weebs and I was talking to like when I went to do painting at the sh- at the uh, hobby shop all the tower players are like fucking like super weebs like i'm talking like they are they are fucking anime body pillow short of being Ooh. of yeah it's like oh gundam uh, the anime Google, like that's, oh my god just fuck <laughs> off just fuck that's off please <laughs> an old ad holy shit yeah wasn't it directed by someone we know? Not someone. Uh, Vic Mignana. No, yeah, no, Vic Mignana. No, yeah, not that we personally know Vic Mignana, but I we, wish. But, we, we, but it was weird to see Vic Mignana be a fucking be a part like, of the director. I think, he, I think it was the producer, that. not the director. But like producer of the whole Guruga mesh. He was involved Anime. in fucking Guruga. Yeah, that whole fucking <laughs> ad. 
Oh, it's so old and cringe and dated. Holy shit. It is. Yeah. But yeah, Warhammer's great. Uh, there is a lot of rules, but like- well, there's, not, there's, there's a lot, there's not a lot of core rules. There's a lot of rules regarding interactions. Yes. And so how they the work. The core rules, there's a, well, there's a fair amount of core rules. Yeah. But, but not, they're fairly simplistic yeah. to understand. Yeah. Like- uh, but most, M, most of the M on your M, character yeah. means how many move. inches they can move. Yeah, move, A move. on your character's attacks and et cetera, et cetera. Which, so which like, makes melee attacks. Like yeah. uh, WS is weapon skill. So that's what they hit on when they swing a sword. BS is ballistics. Ballistic skill. What they hit on when they shoot a gun. So I'll pull up, I'll pull up a, an example. So we'll go with my hive guard for my crusher stampede tyranids. Uh, they have a weapon called an impaler cannon. So its range is 36 inches. So mm-hmm. I can target. So it has an ability which bows. I can target units that aren't visible to the bearer. So there's like terrain stuff you're dealing with inside of that. But let's ignore that. Uh, so it has 36 inch range and it has a weapon type. So weapon type is heavy two. Heavy is a weapon type in which if you move, if you're an infantry unit and you move with a heavy weapon, uh, you suffer a penalty. And that penalty is when you make a dice roll to see if you actually hit the enemy, you have to add one to the result. So my ballistic skill for the heavy weapon is on a dice, I need to hit land on the number three and up. But if I move, I have to hit... I hit on fours and up, and that's and that's essentially the concept behind ballistic skill. And then you have to verse the weapon strength against your enemy's toughness, and there's a whole system behind that. And then there's armor pen, and then there's damage. So like, not going too much into it because we'll be here like explaining all this new concept to people who yeah. probably either know it or they're interested in knowing it. Uh, but if you're interested, go go to the uh, there is a Discord server, and the Discord server I think is hit myth. So there's a Discord server called uh, TTS, which is Tabletop Simulator Warhammer 40k, mm-hmm. and they have all the download links you need. They have uh, a chat for learning the game, so if you want to figure like learn stuff, I've had like hit and misses when it comes to learning the learning the game chat in that thing because some people are like I'm glad to help. I hear, here's what I mean. And then when I ask a question, people are like, are you fucking retarded? I'm like, wait, what? And it's just like, how about you read the rules? I'm like, well, fuck, I did. It wasn't clear. And it's just like, oh, fine. Yeah, this is why why you need a degree to be a teacher. (laughs) So, like, these people are like, I'm in the chat, which is like, post your newbie questions here. And find help. And then people were like treating me as if I'm fucking retarded. It's like, how did you not know this rule? I'm like, because the rule's unclear with this interaction. Mm. And like, uh, you need to read. I'm like, motherfucker, this is a newbie area. Me being a noob had to fucking help me out here. And then some people were just fantastic to work with, like deal with. It's like, oh, here. So here's the answer to your question. And here's how this interaction works. Hope everything's good. I'm like, fucking thank you. Like someone who's actually like helpful. And then there's people who are like, nah, 
you're a retard. I'm like, fucking Jesus. Even I've seen I've seen people play this game for like multiple years, still get things wrong. Yeah. Like I'm looking at like a like a dice check. Dice check have like a uh, it's basically a YouTube channel around tabletop gaming and it features people like Ricky from uh, Deptus Ridiculous and uh, Matt from Magic Carpets Fly. And these people have been playing for like, Ricky's been playing since like 7th edition and Matt's been playing since like 8 and stuff like that. So these people have been around for a while and even they're like, oh shit, I got this rule wrong or I got this interaction wrong or, oh no, this is considered cover, etc., etc. Like it is a complicated game not for the core rules, but for the interactions you deal with. Because there's so much information just on like one thing. That's why like when you're learning an army, just stick with one army to learn the basics. Don't be don't like dip your don't dip your fucking your 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 toe into multiple armies because like the Necrons became a little more complex with Ninth Edition. They had fairly simplistic rules, and then they uh, added like the whole dynasties and stuff like that, which is like, oh, you need to walk around, like work around dynasties, and dynasties have bonuses and yada yada yada. Uh, so it's not as player friend, new player friendly anymore. Uh, but essentially, like just learn one army. Don't worry about meta because that's not going to mean shit when you're learning. Just find an army that is the coolest for you. And for me, that was Death Guard. Death Guard are the, the fucking sickest. They are like rotting corpses of resilience, a essentially a wall of death when it comes to the tabletop, and I fucking love it. And then learn all the core cool rules you can through that. And then once those core cool rules, you learn those core cool rules, and then try and figure out. So like what me and Alex did, is for like when we started learning, we didn't even do objectives. We didn't do any of that shit. We just went, let's try and kill each other's army. And that's it. Which is a game mode, which is something you can do. Yes. Uh, Even though like we got a whole bunch of stuff wrong, that's the point of learning. And literally like every second day, we'd come into the chat and be like, all right, we did something wrong. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, all right, we've done something wrong. And it's like, all right, what is it this time? It's like, all right, this is how cover works and this is how obscure works. Okay, cool. And then the next day, all right, we did something wrong. What what really helped us, though, is we had a friend of the channel, Briar, uh, come in and sit in on one of our games. And Ish. he was just... Ish. Ish. Like, it, it helped clarify a lot of rules because he's like... Because I, I didn't know the... Because I was playing Tau at the time and I didn't know Big Guns Never Tire was a, uh, was a rule. Yes. And then... He said, oh, you know that because that's a vehicle, it can still shoot all of its guns. Yes. I'm like, oh. But he also didn't mention that you're negative one to hit with those Mm. weapons. Yeah. So, like, he gave us a bit of knowledge, but it's not complete. Yeah, we had to go find the rest of that knowledge for ourselves. But, yeah, essentially for 90% of our learning, we just did, let's just play a game. And then we'll figure out interactions and stuff from that point. And then that's essentially what we did. We was like, all right, I think it took like a couple of weeks before we even started doing objectives. Yeah. But we got there eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'd say we're like pretty comfortable. Like we're still learning like 
the nuances of our armies, but like ultimately we have a good understanding of how the game works now. But yeah, there is so much like apparently stratagems weren't a thing until like seventh edition. Mm. And stratagems are like game changers. Yeah, they they really are. So just imagine playing the game without having stratagems. I mean, we did we didn't use any stratagems until we started doing objectives. So yeah. So yeah, that's that's been our week. Just Warhammer. Um, the only thing I can add for me is that I beat the rundown in rundown six in GTFO with friends. That was very fucking difficult because the final level of the game, uh, D4. Isn't it bugged? Massively bugged. Yeah. Uh, I beat it while I was still bugged. They patched it after I beat it. Fucking, of course. But there was a lot of game-breaking bugs in the final level. Like, uh, in the final level, if anyone leaves or rejoins... uh, at the very end of the level, one person will be teleported behind a door that cannot be opened. So you're literally mm. just one man down the entire time because they get teleported to a door that just can't be opened. So it's like, fuck. All right. And then there was uh, audio bugs in which your audio will disappear. So you can't hear enemies. You can't hear you can't hear anything except for the ambient noises. So having to deal with like charger scouts with no audio, we can't even tell if we've alerted them or not until I hear like a a low pass filter. It will be a high pass, yeah, a, a, basically a high pass filter in the audio of the ambient noise. So it sounds like it's coming through a radio, and it's like, oh no, we've alerted something. But I beat it. I, I when we beat it, I ripped off my pants and threw it at my neighbor's wall. <laughs> in like happy, and all all I got from it was a pink skin. Oh, fun. Uh, beautiful! No, no, it, it's it's a flex skin. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, me and a friend Bagel, preferred Bagel, started a <laughs> new Discord. Started a new Discord focusing on the older rundowns. So we have access to the old rundowns. So rundown one through five uh, that we're basically finding a whole bunch of people to play the old rundowns with. So if people want to play with us, they can be like, yep, cool. We'll find, you just have to download the file and do a whole process, but basically get the experience, the old rundowns as they were in their final form. Yeah. I joined you for one of those uh, rundown one, uh, experiences yeah and uh man that shit was easy yeah it's e- it's easy when you got two people who know what they're doing yeah but like when only three enemies spawn in a, in a whole room yes but it but that's not where the difficulty comes from difficulty comes from the waves like yeah. um because in rundown one uh a trip might so in rundown six a trip mine on a door will usually clear all the sleepers that run through it. In rundown one, 
you need maybe like two or three mines to clear the sleepers. Like one mine is just going to kill a couple and then you have to deal with the rest. Like they have more damage and they're more tankier. So that's the issue that we ran into when we're doing rundown one. And uh, did you ever do a uh, reactor start mission with us? I think it was in D1. Maybe. Did you do the Cthulhu wall with us? Uh, yes, I think I yes. did. So yes. you did the reactor with us then? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in rundown one, so that was four rounds of a reactor for uh, D1. In rundown one, there is eight rounds of a reactor. Oh, Jesus. No, <laughs> yeah, no. It is fucking rough. Like, obviously, you get a fuck ton of resources, but having to do a round, like any round past, any reactor startup round past three, you have like a laundry laundry list of fucking giants coming through. And giants are very difficult to deal with. Uh, mm. And this is just rundown one. Yeah. I think it's like B2 or C, C1. I don't know. But it's very, it's, it's very fun. I really like, uh, I really like a GTFO, uh, even with all its flaws. Yes. But yeah, so that's been my week and has that been all for your week? Um almost. I have uh rediscovered my love for a very old game. Mhm. Uh <laughs> Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Mhm. My god, I I forgot how much I love that game. Yeah, the game's Holy great. Shit, it's 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 so it's so good. It's so fun. Like I said, like really, like it's definitely not a Metal Gear game per se, but it is still a fun character action game. Oh, it's so good. Like I was, because like back back when I first played it at like the I think it was near the end of high school was when I was playing it. And I'm like, haha, hack and slash game, fun, yay. I didn't really know what the fuck I was doing. So I kind of just like lucked and brute forced my way through everything. Uh, but mm. now when I've I've gotten back into it and I'm playing it on on stream, I'm uh I'm actually like trying to learn proper like shit, proper combos to do and how to do fucking do the game properly. One thing I didn't figure out back when I first played it uh, was how to parry properly. Cause I thought that you had to hold the left thumbstick and swing light attack at a certain time. Mm. No, but you have to flick the left thumbstick and hit light attack in the direction that the enemy is swinging from. And that's that's what got me. Once I figured out how to do that, I fucking started blazing through that game. Oh yeah, my, so oh the parry boy. the parry for that game is like so forgiving. Oh yeah, like the uh, like like one of the boss fights was like ah, uh, like one of the boss fights it's it's against Monsoon, where you have to he throws out smoke screen and you ha- and yeah, he gives you like a fair warning, but you gotta like block like parry chain and block chain him to fucking uh, to open him up for damage. Like as a kid, I just ran around in fucking circles and hoped for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of like all character action games. Just smash the buttons, yeah, yeah. Smash buttons, do cool combo, yeah. And I did. I didn't understand. I did not understand. 
It's like, like playing guitar for the first time with distortion. It's like, oh, no matter what shit I play, everything sounds great because it's distortion. It's like, no, 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 it's not. It sounds like shit all the way through. It's just distorted. Yeah. Instead of sounding like shit, it sounds like distorted shit. Mm. But like, try, like, fucking play that game as a kid is thinking that Senator Armstrong is funny. Playing through it as an adult is realizing that Senator Armstrong was right. Was correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember I started a play for a long time ago where I just used the wooden katana. Oh, yeah. Where you don't get uh, Zendetsu, I think it's called. Yeah, the the Zandatsu. Yeah. Because it can't cut because it's made of wood. Yep. And you can't get health back. Yeah. And it's also this uh, Grey Fox's sword, which is if you wanted to put the game on easy mode. Yeah. I like Grey Fox's outfit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like Raiden's red armor the best. Uh, it just, it's it's a lot more contrasting than his like usual black or. Isn't that the Desperado's armor? No, the Desperado armor is the um because he's got it's like a one I think one's the Desperado armor, the Mariachi armor, and then there's just like his armor but like red instead of black. Oh, okay, I see it. I don't think I had that access to that. Yeah, I, I I just booted it's up the game. It's called Inferno I have, Armor. Yeah, yeah, Raiden Inferno Armor. Yeah, so oh, that's, no, that's that's the armor uh, I'm using. Oh wait, no, that's an actual toy. Yeah, but it looks it looks pretty much the same. Is it skin? Yeah, it looks available. Yeah, yeah, it looks exactly the same. The Desperado Armor is uh is black and red, but yeah, it costs yeah. two dollars. What? What does? Uh, Metal Gear Rising skins are now available in the US PlayStation Store so I think for the PC they give you for free yeah. but you get a uh, like a military green one a red one and a white one. Oh, the green one's so shit yeah it's pretty shit yeah the white one's not too bad the red one is easily the best yeah yeah oh, so that's man, why, why I'm Sniper that Wolf looking like a fucking slut because it's Sniper Wolf. Oh my god, that's not how Sniper Wolf. I mean, she is very seductive, but not like this. Hold up, let's not uh, post that in my GTFO chat. That'd be that'd be yeah, quite no. interesting. <laughs> I put it into my general. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I saw that model. Yeah. How much is that model? Eighty dollars USD on Amazon. Ooh, I got I got a free trial of Amazon Prime. It's one hundred and fourteen dollars. One hundred fifteen dollars. $115. Damn. I like I like the about this item. It's a 100% toy. Yeah. It's imported. Yep. A Koto Bukuya import. Mm-hmm. From the classic video game series. Yeah. <laughs> Featuring Sniper Wolf sitting on a crate. Scale 1 to 7. But what classic video game series is it? From the classic video game series, Sniper Wolf sitting on a crate. Sniper Wolf sitting on a crate, exactly. <laughs> and people are like, the only criticism, it comes in four separate pieces. Well, yeah, because it is a... I'd fucking buy that, but I don't know who I'm impressing with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to put it in my background and be like, hey guys, look at my Sniper Wolf. <laughs> and we're like what the fuck's that and like don't you know Sniper Wolf from the hit video game series 
Sniper Wolf sitting on a crate. Sniper Wolf sitting on a crate, indeed. I mean, it's very, it's very, it looks nice. Mm. But the eyes are weird. And there's a pup coming out of the crate. Oh, damn, but it's, it's not, it's not Diamond Dog. Speaking of Diamond Dog, how's, uh, how's your playthrough of Metal Gear Solid 5 going, Josh? It's not. <laughs> what happened? I just haven't really felt like playing it. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. I just haven't really felt like I've been enjoying it that much, so I've been doing other things. But okay, I, I want to play it again. I want to play Metal Gear I Solid 5 again. I want to try and go back to it at some it point, fun. but just, yeah, it wasn't really. So it's, you, you've got, yeah, you've got Metal Gear Rising because I tried to buy you that game and it said, no, nah, he's already got it. Yeah, like you've got Metal Gear Rising. Give that a crack. That's uh, I suppose I could. Um, I, I, like it, it might be a bit dumb because I think I've actually bought some for myself at times, but I'm not too sure I actually enjoy character action games that much. But you know, give another go. Give it a whirl. Yeah, well, this it isn't is, like it is a, yeah, because yeah. I, I think it's I did. I think I did at one point also get like basically all of the Devil May Cry games, and I haven't played them yet because I've just been distracted by other things. Yeah. That's fair enough. I'm yeah, that's not, fair. I, even I'm distracted. Yeah, I bought. Uh, I bought. Uh, I bought Suki, a good friend of the channel, Suki, uh, Metal Gear Rising for his birthday uh, the other day, and he has been loving it. I forgot to say happy birthday to Suki. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, because it came up on my Facebook. I'm like, oh, I say happy birthday, but then I got distracted with work. Mm. Good old right. Facebook reminding you about your friend's birthdays. So has that been everyone's week? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, actually, one thing I was going to mention because I saw you guys talk, as you guys mentioned a TV show was I've been in, also been enjoying the uh, the Legend of Vox Machina that started recently. Yeah, I've been What's watching that? clips the entire podcast. Oh, you've been watching clips of the Legend of Vox Machina. Yeah. Okay, well, so what, for what people, is it? It's basically a animated show on Amazon Prime based off the critical role D&D web series. It's based oh, off okay. the first campaign. It's kind of like... It, it's not the right term, but I was going to say paraphrased. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's almost accurate, but not the right term. But it's basically like they've taken some of the more important bits, they're trying to reference some of the less important bits, and they're, they're making they're a cartoon... Uh, yeah, an animated show about it. Yeah, they're, they're adapting the adventure to a... They're adapting their their D and D campaign to an animated project, and from what from the clips that I've seen, actually looks pretty good. There are some parts that look a bit iffy, but that's just on the animation studio. Like, like I haven't, I've literally seen nothing of the story. I don't know jack shit about the story. We might talk like about I, that later because I'm curious about what parts you're talking about. But yeah. Yeah, I, I like I I'm, I can't I'm not too sure how ac- ac- like accurately I can say this, but I feel like it's both good for new viewers who haven't actually seen Critical Role before, but also it does do like do things like it references things that people who have watched the web series ca- can understand. Like I remember in like it's a minor moment, but in one of the web series in one of the episodes they do they make like an offhanded like reference to. Uh, like an, a kind of enemy that one of the characters makes in the web series, but I guess they w- think they won't have time or it's not important enough to actually inc- make an episode about how they become enemies. 
Mm. Yeah, and I just because you were talking about shows, I decided to look it up, and apparently it's gotten a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, eight at point eight out of ten on IMDb, and eight eighty one percent on Metacritic. That's really good. Mm. I didn't from looking at the trailer, it definitely didn't look like something I was in, I was interested in. Because I don't know, I see that and I hear like we've got to say fuck in every second word sort of situation. And I'm like, oh yeah. no, it's, it's going to be like fucking that kind of show. Swear, swearing makes us mature, guys. Yeah. I mean, like we've we've said fuck at least like 30 times over yeah, the past hour. Yeah, but this is hour. naturally. Yeah, this but is, we're, we're, we're Australian. We're not, we're not we're Australian. Australian. We're, we're yeah, not going. We're, we aren't here reading off a script and someone's not writing the word fuck. We just say it yeah. because, you know, we're it's fucking natural to us. Yeah, like right yeah. there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I was wondering, like, do we want to do we want to do news or do we want to go straight to the GSSB? Because the news is just massive acquisitions. Yeah. Fucking like, was it Microsoft bought? Um, <laughs> what they buy again? Or trying to buy it or whatever? Activision. Activision. Yeah. Microsoft bought Activision. Uh, Sony bought Bungie. Oh, yeah, that, um, that's right. That's I, the most, one. Uh, I think Sony got ripped off. Sony did get. Uh, Sony I wouldn't say got, Sony got ripped off because like three point six billion for Bungie. Three point six billion for Destiny. Bungie just sort of came with it. Yeah, but like, I don't even think Bungie would be valued at three point six billion. No, especially with the shit they've done. They've done like a lot of negative stuff surrounding Destiny. All they've done is just- I wouldn't pay you 20 bucks Destiny. for Bungie, to be honest. All yeah, unless, Destiny. Like, well, here's the thing, though. Sony was like, hey, we want to turn Destiny into a TV series uh, like fucking Microsoft and whatever that failure of a TV network is have done for Halo. So uh, Halo, yeah. Uh, so we talk about. That. I'm going to make it much worse. Talk about Halo. I want to talk about Halo. Yeah, I was Fuck just just referencing that Halo exists. Don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna pull the pin on that grenade. But yeah, um, so Bungie was like, uh, we want to turn De- uh, Sony was like, we want to turn Destiny into a TV series, and then Bungie responds with, "That's great." We want to turn Destiny into a TV series as well, and we were looking at streaming options. And that's sort of like where the conversation has pretty much come to a uh, shake hands, go, yes, let's turn Destiny into a TV series. But first, let's see how Halo does. Um, So we know exactly who not to hire when we put this show together. But that's sort of where Bungie has a bit more leeway than than Halo, because Halo isn't an established... Bungie doesn't have really established characters that it it follows, whereas, like, because it's it's more of a player-driven narrative... Whereas Halo is you follow the Master Chief. And the Halo TV series shits on the established law. So how much do you know about the what established law? All right. So we're talking about Halo now? We're talking about Halo now. How much do you know about the established law, Josh? Just so like fuck we know. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, about the prefa- I'm about to preface this. Let's do this. They've come out and said this is not canon to the series. Hey, that's pretty good. Now, good. It's not canon to the series. Yeah, I don't see how it could be. It's not canon, to, so it's not canon to the series. Uh, so who's this for then? Well, it's for 
new fans. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They want to draw people into the Halo universe by rehashing a that's bunch right. of tropes that got Halo, other one of the biggest can. franchises known to yeah people. Everyone knows who John fans. Halo. Yeah, everyone everyone knows who John Halo Jesus Christ superstar Christ superstar. Yeah, the, the second coming of the Jin Cherokee Christ is. But 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 there are people. There are there are single. I, I, I want to say moms. this is not going to get people in. This is, yeah, of course, this is not going to get fucking people in. There's, there's people. There's like single, lonely, seven cat having women on Twitter who may be interested in watching. I don't know. I don't in between fucking Batwoman and I think Supergirl, like, whatever. The fuck, the fuck is a man coming here doing patriarchy bullshit? Yeah. Because that's that's exactly who they're pa- who they're pandering, literally pandering, because they said pandering in the showrunners themselves. Yes, they did. They have did admitted to pandering. Uh, I need to find that quote because it's fucking stupid. It's it's honest to god the stupidest fucking quote. So Halo, uh, fucking. All right, so quick crash course on Halo lore. Uh, there are these. Uh, humanity is Found on it. the back foot after meeting the uh, Covenant, which is a religious uh, organization of uh, z- incredibly zealot, uh, zealous um, aliens that make up all walks of life. The Ungoy, which are the grunts, the Sangheili, which are the elites. Uh, I forget what the fucking jackals are because they're pieces of shit. Um, the brutes, because fuck the brutes, uh, they're just monkeys. And the, I forget what it's like, the coolest ones are the hunters because they're like a hive colony of worms that like inhabit a suit of armor. And they're, they're pretty fucking cool. So there's all of those. And when they met with humanity, uh, the prophets, w- which lead the covenant, just pointed at humanity and went, unclean, destroy. Kill humans. So, yeah, kill all humans. Heretics. Humans are heretics. They are... They are disgusting and they will impede the great journey. Yeah. And the great journey is what they believe will, will be sent on, which will it's it's described as a divine wind will rush through the stars and propel any who come into contact with it onto the great journey, which will lead them to salvation and paradise. Yeah. And they do this by activating the rings, the halos. which were le- the halo rings which were left behind by the forerunners. Now, the halo rings are not religious relics. They're weapons and they're designed to kill every living thing in the galaxy to starve a a, a parasite called the flood from its food source. Which because, is everything that's biogenic. Yeah, if if you if it is biological, the flood can eat it, yep. and it can, and more importantly, it can learn from it. So what happens is, say the flood uh, eats the best fighter pilot in the in the world. He the best fighter pilot in the world. The flood eats that. Every single flood is now equal to the best fire, fighter pilot in the world. Because oh. it absorbs the knowledge, yes. It absorbs the knowledge mind. and distributes the, the knowledge throughout the hive mind. So, yes, the Forerunners went up against that. The Forerunners built an AI to try and <laughs> right. combat 
Yeah. The All flood? Right, so the Forerunners built this, the most intelligent AI the universe has ever known. The flood convinced it to turn against them in like 50 days. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, Forerunners exhausted literally every option they had before they decided, fuck it, build the ring worlds, store all of the galaxy's biological data on uh, fucking USB sticks, wipe everything clean, wait till the flood starves out, and then reprint. Yeah. 3D print everything again. Yeah, 3D print life back into the galaxy. That's that the was only the solution to the flood once they surpassed contain yeah uh, yeah they they contained. exhausted every other option like literally every other option yeah yeah now uh, it didn't I think kill we're getting every... a little bit i think well, we're getting you... sidetracked a little bit from the main point yeah because the flood don't feature in the halo tv series they don't they don't but they're they're a really cool enemy to fight and not all of them died nope nope but yes uh, so uh it back to oh, the wait, important is that a bits. halo infinite thing uh no no it's not what is it then? It's it's uh, it's a Halo Halo One, Installation Zero Four. Oh yeah, yeah. When the, when the, the, the when the Covenant were on Installation Zero Four, and the signs and the monitor and everything on the ring said, "Hey, don't open these fucking doors." Uh, the Covenant went, "We're going to open these fucking doors." Fucking doors, yeah. Hey, and behind them was the flood. Let's open some windows in here. Yeah. So yeah, so important part that it is that the Covenant hate humanity. They hate humanity with a furious passion. So that's that's all you need to know about the Covenant. What you need to know about the UNSC is that it is the UNSC is the humans, the United Nations Space uh, Corps. And what mm-hmm. happens is as humanity expands throughout the stars, not everyone is to gang ho with um, you know listening to what the people on. Uh, earth have to tell them so the office of naval intelligence and the unsc are like right we've got some rebellions to quash and these rebellions they're kind of you know doing a pretty good job of uh fighting up against the unsc so the unsc approach dr halsey uh dr halsey and say hey doc uh we're gonna need some super soldiers and dr halsey is like okay what say have you no done? more fam yeah say no more fam uh i'm gonna kidnap some kids and then Oni is like wait what and then yeah. Halsey's like, too late, I've already kidnapped some kids. Oh, yeah, I see you've-, you've attempted a super soldier program before me. Well, in honor of their memories, I'm going to be naming my super soldier sp- uh, program the Spartan 2s in honor of the Orion Project and the Spartan 1s. So this is where the Spartan 2s come in. The Spartan 2s, which include Master Chief, Kelly, Blue Team, and like a lot of other, I think it was about 115 Spartans. Is those are Spartan twos, and they are the best of the Spartans because they were taken as children. They were genetically augmented. They were trained. They were enhanced. They were like eaten a bit. The the Spartans. So Spartan twos are the shit of Spartans. After that, you have the Spartan threes, and those are the mass-produced trash of Spartans. And then after that, you have the Spartan fours, which are a little better than the which Spartan is, threes. Which is cut. It's the Spartan fours were a sign up. Yeah, the Spartan 4s where you had to sign up to the genetic augmentation and gene therapy and all that. But yeah, they're not they're not in the Halo TV series. It's just a bunch of Spartan 2s. So it's a bunch of Spartan 2s. So the in the bit of Spartans against... And this is where if you're a Halo fan or if you've been paying attention to what I've been saying, you're going to recoil in disgust. The Spartan 2s 
go up against a human ambassador for the Covenant who and uses lose. and lose a so regular have, ass human fucking jobber who I works have, for the covenant. I have a quote from this article. Mm-hmm. Um, where we are. So it follows a 16 year old. So the Halo live action series uh, follows a minority spaced orphan named Quan R played by Australian uh, Quan R is described as a shrewd, audacious 16-year-old from outer colonies. She's a bit of a space traveler. Sources close to production reveal that Master Chief will be serving as her supporting character. <clears throat> as Quan R, the kick 16-year-old warrior girl, will be the main protagonist in Steven Spielberg's live-action Halo series. Uh, not only the main protagonist is a 16-year-old Asian girl, but two of the three Spartans are also described to be kick-ass female soldiers, Kai125, and Riz 028. The producers decide to take it even one step further and quote unquote kick the so-called patriarchy in the balls by having a marquee, a female antagonist who is the spokesperson for the Covenant, a human spokesperson for the Covenant. Let that sink in. Reportedly easily defeat Master Chief in a battle. So a human, a regular-ass human spokesperson for the Covenant who hates humans uh, apparently has a spokesperson. So the Covenant hates humans, but in this universe, the Covenant have a a spokesperson. She is able to easily defeat Master Chief in a battle. That is the most dumbest shit I've heard. Because yep. Master Chief is a Spartan 2, the best of the best. Human spokesperson is a regular-ass human. Regular-ass jobber. Who easily, quotes, reportedly easily defeats Master Chief in a battle. I, I don't... I, like, this is pandering to the fucking nth degree. Like... The main the main character is a minority girl who the Master Chief takes a back seat with. <clears throat> uh, and other main protagonists are two female soldiers. Two female soldiers I don't have a problem with. That's fine. Yeah, no. I, would, I would have preferred if there were established female soldiers like Adriana 111, Grace 093, uh, Kelly... Fucking yeah. Vanak one three four. But these are new characters. Wait, no, wait, hang on. Vanak was wait, is Vanak one three four a fucking Yeah, no, she's in the show. Right. Vanak one three four is a fucking is is a non canon one in the show. Sorry, not Vanak one three four. Fucking Grace. <clears throat> um shit. Grace, Kelly, li- literally fucking anyone who was already established. Maria 062. Like Maria Zero I think Maria 062 is the badass Spartan when you think of badass Spartans. Mm. I was saying, like, there there was definitely better choices, but it's not canon. Yeah, um, it's not canon, but it's shit. I don't, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with female Spartans. That's a that's a that's a in-law thing. I have a problem with a regular ass human easily defeating Master Chief by and for the quote, kicking the so-called patriarchy in the balls. That is straight up admitting I'm pandering. Yeah. 
there there was no thought, effort, or fucking anything, anything resembling talent put into this. We did it to try and attract people who aren't interested in Halo in the first place. Because if they were interested in fucking Halo, they would have played the games, read the books, and watched like the umpteen fucking cinematic trailers or there's even a fucking you know there's an animated halo anthology yeah we watched yeah, it we watched it because we're halo it was fans. really good yeah because we're halo fans we went out of our way to watch it it's on fucking netflix it's really good even the weird one that has no humans in it and focuses entirely on a, a like a feudal samurai romance story from the fucking sangheili Done entirely in fucking watercolor. That's that was really cool. Yeah, it's good. But like, as I said, this show is it's that they've admitted to pandering, which I'm not a fan of. I don't like pandering because you're then changing the artistic vision of a series canon or not to fit an agenda rather than entertain it's like i want women to be the dominant thing cool do a women dominant thing but when you already they make it entertaining but when you're going this needs to beat the males because i want it to then it's just like what the fuck are you doing why does that you can just have females be other spartans i don't know fucking but you can't just be like this it's like with any show, you can't just pull out a female and go, and she wins because she's a female. That doesn't work because why does she win? Oh, because she's female. I'm like, oh, okay. Is there any reason why being a female wins? Oh, because I say it does. And I was like, well, that's not entertaining. That's just you going playing that's, with your dolls. Yeah, that yeah, that's you smacking two dolls together, and your favorite one wins. Yeah. And I was sitting there going, like, I don't, it, it makes no sense. Like, it's, it makes no sense because no one put any thought into it for it to make sense. Like, uh-huh. they didn't, yeah, they didn't plan, they didn't plan for it to do anything other than pander to lonely single women who have nothing better to do on a Friday, Saturday, on a weekend other than complain on Twitter about dumb shit. And they're, and they're not going to be watching Halo. They're going to be complaining on Twitter about dumb shit because Halo said, doesn't fucking interest them. I know, and that's and this is why it's like infuriating because they're going. This is not canon, but we're using like the source material, and then they're shitting on it. Yeah, if three four three had any balls or any or cared about the fucking Halo license, as soon as they were presented with the script. They should have gone, you don't get Master Chief anymore. This is where Bungie needs to come in. Yeah. Bungie, Bungie needs to come in because when anyone was dealing with the Halo franchise, they're like, dropped a 10-ton book called the Halo Bible and goes, follow this. Yeah. <laughs> and if they so much as looked at Master Chief, they go, no, don't even think about it. You don't get Master Chief. Yeah. Like, fucking Halo Wars was, was a struggle. Like Halo War, like when you when you think of strategy games, like OG strategy games, you think Age of Empires, right? Yeah. Same people who behind Age of Empires made Halo Wars. They had to fight tooth, tooth and, and nail, nail just to, to get ju- it. Just yeah, 
just to use the Halo license because Bungie was like, you know, if you fuck anything up, we're pulling the plug. Yeah. Like they were on the basically on the verge of canceling it multiple times because it's like, nah, we, we don't think you can use the license properly. Yeah. Like, like, as, said, like there as was, soon as, yeah, like, like Ensemble Studios came out and said, we'd like to use Master Chief. And nah. f- yeah, and Bungie's like, the fuck you ain't. Yeah. Like Bungie's like very protective of their IP, but yeah. at the same time willing to lend it out to people who wanted to change, like who wanted to have their artistic vision used of it. But it's like, you need to follow this rule book. Yeah. Because we spent a very long time working on the canon for this. We don't want you to fuck it up. Yeah, they spent they spent literal decades, like handcrafting the whole universe so that everything fit together. The law was respected. There was no fucking there was no uh, Blizzard shit where where it was like, oh, you here's a book that recaps the book that recaps the book that explains what the fuck went on here. It's like no, it's meticulously handled. By Bungie's mm. by Bungie, and like and then eventually they had to they had to pass it off, and they ended up in the hands of three four three, and Microsoft was like, all right, Bungie's no longer holding the literal golden egg of this company, time to shit the bed, and that's what Halo four and five were, three four three shitting right. the bed. Infinite, from what I've played, is good. Yeah, Infinite's good. Infinite, like, Infinite's combat- The story is good. Is amazing. The story is good. It's not great. It's good. So I haven't finished the story, but I yeah. mean to. Yeah. I keep getting Infinite's sidetracked. Good. Not great, but yeah, we're getting a bit sidetracked here. Halo show fucking sucks. Well, I was talking about me playing fucking Infinite, but yeah, do oh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, we are. We are getting a bit sidetracked here. Halo fucking show sucks. It's a piece of shit. It, like, fucking- if, Well, it if sounds yeah. like it's got to suck. Yeah, it sounds like it's not out yet, but using our mystical powers of prediction, unless they've pulled the biggest fucking gotcha Switcheroo. in history. Yeah, the great, yeah the, a, a, a plot twist that would make N. Light Shyamalan blush. Fucking like, oh no, we all of the, all of the marketing of material was a lie. Like one thing, I there is artistic choices in here which don't make sense, like the truck, the yeah. fucking- The Ford pickup. That shouldn't exist. Yeah. They because already, this is like 300 years have, in the future. They already have fucking what trucks and shit look like. They're on fucking reach. Yeah. They're no, in no, the no. game files they're, for they're reach. In, they're in the same shot. Yeah. And then you get this fucking like Some intern 2007 pucks. pickup truck. Oh, it's so fucking stupid. And it's not like a fucking Game of Thrones coffee cup. No, it's intentionally put there. Yeah. So like I'm sitting there like, why is this? What's happening here? I don't. They know. have they have the source material. They know that everything is there. It's it's a fucking mistake. Like so, it's so fucking bad. So yeah, I I do not have high hopes for the Halo TV series. I I have zero expectations for it, and I'm prepared to be disappointed further. <laughs> I had no expectations, and yet I'm still disappointed. Yeah, pre- pretty much. That's pretty much it. Because, as I said, it's it's fucking... I don't know why they are doing what they are doing. 
Well, to, um, to draw in more people, but like there are there are interesting choices which I do support. Like the voice actor for Katana is Cortana in this. Let's let's not get get into how fucking Cortana looks. They could have literally Cortana. just ripped her model from the fucking game and put it in the show. But no. Yeah, I know, but like they need visible sort of thing, which I can understand uh, from a, a standpoint that they want an actor to fill in for Cortana. Uh, the fact the she's fact not blue doesn't. Not also, like despite huge... the fact that Cortana shouldn't exist in this point in the story, because remember she was it's literally it's, created. It's not. Yeah, she I was know, literally created like on reach. Yeah, Cortana was created on reach and handed. Remember, to this is Six. not canon because yeah. Uh, main fact being like they found the Halo rings like immediately before. Reach's situation and all that sort of stuff. Like so fucking stupid. They basically rushed it right to fucking. They wanted. They wanted to put the Halo into the Halo franchise. Yeah. Um. Unlike our uh, our Halo series, which is up on the channel now, uh, which we played two games without even seeing a fucking ring, because we did it in chronological order. Yeah, which was a uh, Halo Wars and Halo Reach, wasn't it? Yep, Wars and Reach. There's not a Halo in either of them. And then again, they came way after the fact. Yeah, they came after Halo 1, 2, and 3. Like, Because Reach was the last game that Bungie developed. And as we said with Halo Wars, uh, tooth and nail to get that game made. Yeah, they, they really, really needed to fucking work for that one. Yeah, and if it's not canon, why didn't they just take fucking Alice from, uh, from Halo Wars? There's a, there's a female Spartan 2 right there. They could have taken because Alice. They need brand association with Cortana. Yeah, well, there's brand association with Cortana there, but you didn't have to make up like random ass female Spartans. It would have been cool nods to the series to go, look, it's Master Chief and Kelly and Alice and fucking um, the other one who I've forgotten the name of, that other Spartan that I'm quickly just no, going to go. But Alex, take, you're missing the point. Off. They have to beat down on a strong male to make themselves look bigger. Yeah. 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 Because Maria zero six two, that's it. Or Daisy zero two three. This series, like, I but when I saw the trailer, I'm like, this seems interesting. I'll might give it a watch, and then I see all those comments that they're making is like, we're doing this for the patriarch, beat the patriarch, and that sort of stuff. I'm like, all right, fuck. As soon as soon as the Asian girl said, "You're a Spartan. You're not meant to feel anything." I'm like, how, hang, what? What the fuck does this random civvy know about Oni's closely guarded secret? Like, yeah. the Spartan project was so closely guarded, the kid, the kids they kidnapped, they cloned and then replaced them with the clone. Yeah, and the clones were, uh, And the clones die. were, pro- like, yeah, were genetically engineered to die suddenly. Yep. So that Suddenly no one would quickly. ask any questions. Yeah, no one would ask any questions. That that is how secretive they were about the fucking Spartan twos. But no, this random civvy on a fucking backwater planet driving a fucking Toyota Corolla knows knows about fucking Spartan twos. And is in the presence of the Master Chief and no respect. Yeah, absolutely no respect. But in good news though, uh, at least. Uh, Space Marine Two is coming out, and they sh- fucking the peep the 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 jobbers, the shit kicking Imperial Guard. Right, they know how to treat a, a, a fucking Space Marine. 
down on one knee bowing. Fucking mm-hmm. his they know angels. The laws. Yeah, they know what happens. That, is, that Ultramarine is about to ultra pimp slap him back to fucking the Commissar. Yeah, it, it, even the fucking Imperial Guards are afraid to look at him just in case. Mm. They, they refer to the Space Marines as my lord. Yeah, my liege. Yeah, my lord. The Emperor's chosen few. His yeah. angels. Well, they get the buff. The Emperor's chosen as well. Uh, yep. Especially like custodies. Yep. But uh, yeah, like... I love it when source material is respected. Yeah. Because like, if there's you, an all estab- you have to do, yeah, if, if you respect the source material, you've pretty much like guaranteed the established fan base is going to support your project. And if, and you, if there's if the source yeah. material is good to begin with, yeah, then it'll it'll naturally get- grow. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if the if the fucking Halo franchise if this if this TV series was any good, I would have gone. I would have I would have shown it to my brother. I would have shown it to my girlfriend. I would have like, you know, fucking shown it to my parents. Fucking like, oh look, here's a cool TV series that, you know, it's a fan I'm a fan of what this is was originally. And it, this does a lot to respect the uh the source material. Here you go there's like well that? that's four people who don't give two fucking shits about Halo that would have watched the series and would have probably talked about it to their friends and spread it on. And that's multiply that by the entirety of the millions of people who already watch Halo. But no, what you've done instead is shit on the franchise, shit on the law, disregard the established canon, disrespected the 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 fans, disrespected everything, and you expect to succeed. Yeah. That is you have you is. have created a recipe for failure and you were sitting there huffing copium, saying no, it's fine. Not the copium. Mad out of copium. Yep. Fucking, it is. It is the. They are, they are sitting there with a huffing copium while the eating their Korean barbecue. <laughs> Fuck, you gotta you you gotta bring Korean barbecue like that. Yep. All right. Yeah. So that's a uh, that's a discussion. Basically, think the Halo series is going to be shit because they're pandering rather than creating something interesting. Hmm. Oh, like, even if you were to pander it the other way, like, any sort of pandering, it's just, you're sacrificing creative integrity just for an agenda. And for what? Ultimately, for what? For what like, they think will be a quick and easy buck, and then turns that's, out, that's, oh, that's, damn. And that's, that's what this is. Like, it's not for fans. Yeah, it's not for fans. It's to try and get new people who aren't interested in Halo into Halo. Well, no, it's to try to get money. That's what it is. It's 100% just trying to get money. And because if it's not for the fans and if you're basically not making a fit series with the fans in mind, what are you doing? You're just there to make money and which you're, you're not going to get that money because it's sh- like what you're doing is pandering and people don't like that. People don't like the whole pandering aspect because they just want to watch something entertaining. They don't want to be fucking yelled at what to think. Yep. But here we are. People are getting yelled at what to think. Thank you, world. Yep. All right. So is that our podcast? We're going to do some GSSB now? Yeah, we might. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see All right then. Uh, so yeah, uploads will be coming back as usual. 
uh, because we're now off our break. Uh, still got Halo coming in. Uh, still got Final Fantasy coming in. Uh, I need to do some mad amounts of work on Zero Time Dilemma because of the file corruption. So I'll see what I can do there. And yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Yep. Catch you guys. See ya.